have found the Genesis Frequency. This is Dr. Stephen J. Kazmina welcoming you in to another episode of a show that focuses on your whole life prosperity and success. Whole life prosperity and success by cooperating with the universal laws that are available to each and every one of us. This is Quantum Leap Goal Achievement, Radical Personal Transformation, Whole Life Prosperity and Success. Now, stay tuned for another exciting episode that'll move the needle in your life from where you are now to where you want to be. And that's what it's all about, moving the needle in your life. Quantum Leap Goal Achievement, radical personal transformation. Absolutely, that's what we're all about here. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time of day it may be, wherever you are in the world when you hit that play button. I am so glad you did. This is Dr. Cause and Effect, Dr. Stephen J. Kuzmina, coming at you with another episode of the Genesis Frequency. And, wow, the uh, reception to this has been spectacular, going through Neville. Goddard's The Power of Awareness. It was suggested by a listener a while back. I think we got started in September. We're on chapter 22 today and so many of you are writing in and setting up appointments to talk further about this body of work, this classic work by Neville Goddard. And today, you know, it gets deep a little bit. I invite you to hang in here with me. I was so happy with the last one when we were talking about free will and, hey, you do nothing. And people who couldn't get that chapter before, who didn't just quite understand it, were very appreciative of what I shared in a way that they could more easily, much more easily grasp that. So we have another one that's like this, like that, I should say, today. Because we get a little, a little bit deeper with some interpretation of some scripture, he starts off this chapter on persistence, looking at some scripture. So we have to look through a metaphysical lens. We have to look to the deeper, underlying meaning of this. So, hopefully, again today, my four years of new thought ministerial training and seminary will come in a little bit handy. But you know it really is all summed up in the title, Persistence. So let's get right into it. He starts today with an entry from Luke chapter 11 verses 5 through 9. And I'm going to share this chapter with you and then we'll talk about it a little bit. Luke chapter 11 verse 5 through 9. And he said unto them, Which of you shall have a friend, and shall go unto him at midnight, and say unto him, Friend, lend me three loaves, for a friend of mine in his journey is come to me, and I have nothing to set before him. And he from within shall answer and say, Trouble me not, the door is now shut, and my children are with me in bed. I cannot rise and give thee, I say unto you, Though he will not rise and give him, because he is his friend, yet because of his importunity, 
he will rise and give him as many as he needeth. And I say unto you, Ask, and it shall be given you. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. There are three principal characters in this quotation. You and the two friends mentioned. The first friend is a desired state of consciousness. The second friend is a desire seeking fulfillment. Three is the symbol of wholeness, completion. Loaves symbolize substance. The shut door symbolizes the senses which separate the seen from the unseen. Children in bed means ideas that are dormant. Inability to rise means a desired state of consciousness cannot rise to you. You must rise to it. Importunity means demanding persistency, a kind of brazen impudence. Ask, seek, and knock means assuming the consciousness of already having what you desire. Thus the scriptures tell you that you must persist in rising to, assuming, the consciousness of your wish already being fulfilled. The promise is definite that if you are shameless in your impudence, in assuming that you already have that which your senses deny, it shall be given unto you. Your desire shall be attained. The Bible teaches the necessity of persistence by the use of many stories. When Jacob sought a blessing from the angel with whom he wrestled, he said, I will not let thee go except thou bless me. When the Shumamite sought the help of Elisha, she said, As the Lord liveth, and as thy soul liveth, I will not leave thee. And he arose and followed her. The same idea is expressed in another passage. Here it is. And he spake a parable unto them that men ought always to pray and not to faint, saying, There was in a city a judge which feared not God, neither regarded man, and there was a widow in that city. And she came unto him, saying, Avenge me of mine adversary. And he would not for a while. But afterward he said within himself, Though I fear not God, nor regard man, yet because this widow troubleth me, I will avenge her, lest she weary me by her continual coming. The basic truth underlying each of these stories is that the desire springs from the awareness of ultimate attainment and that persistence in maintaining the consciousness of the desire already being fulfilled results in its fulfillment. It is not enough to feel yourself into the state of the answered prayer. You must persist in that state. That is the reason for the injunction. From Scripture, man ought always to pray and not to faint. 
Here, to pray means to give thanks for already having what you desire. Only persistency in the assumption of the wish fulfilled can cause those subtle changes in your mind which result in the desired change in your life. It matters not whether there be angels, Elijah, or reluctant judges. All must respond in harmony with your persistent assumption. When it appears that people other than yourself in your world do not act towards you as you would like, it is not due to reluctance on their part, but a lack of persistence in your assumption of your life already being as you want it to be. Your assumption to be effective cannot be a single isolated act. It must be a maintained attitude of the wish fulfilled. And then he closes in parentheses here. And that maintained attitude that gets you there so that you think from your wish fulfilled instead of thinking about your wish is aided by assuming the feeling of the wish fulfilled frequently. It is the frequency, not the length of time that makes it natural. That to which you constantly return constitutes your truest self. Frequent occupancy of the feeling of the wish fulfilled is the secret of success. And that's the end of that chapter. But let's go back to just this last paragraph. You know, this show is the Genesis frequency. And I was thinking about that today, that frequency takes on so many different meanings when it comes to the manifestation of our hopes, wishes, dreams, aspirations, and all of our desires. But here we're talking about frequency in the way as thinking from the desired state, thinking from it, not thinking of it, but going to it and thinking from it as if it is so frequently throughout the day. I encounter many people and in the programs that I facilitate who bring this up. They say, you know, I, I set my time. It's non-negotiable every morning. I, I do my study and I do my meditation. And when I feel I'm in that theta state, I go and I think from my dream and I'm there and I visualize it and I see it and I touch it and I taste it and I smell it and I hear it all the sounds and it's beautiful but nothing's happening well first of all by saying nothing's happening you just took yourself out of the state you have to remain there you have to remain there stay there abide there right what Neville is telling us in this last paragraph is it's more important to frequently go there to do this often Instead of thinking about your wish, you have to have the feeling tone of the wish fulfilled frequently throughout your day, if not throughout your entire day. I teach that stay in the energy. You have your story written out. You have your whole life image, the image of you, what you want to be, do, and have. Hopefully you have it written out and recorded and you listen to it and you're staying in the energy coming from it, thinking from it, feeling from it 
all day long. So important. And this even tells us what precedes that is that when it appears that people other than yourself and your world do not act towards you as you would like, it's not due to reluctance on their part, but you're not persisting in the assumption of your life already being as you want it to be. Let's again, like last week, use a simple example of that. If we walk in the attitude, I am healthy and whole and complete, and we carry ourselves with a posture of, of power and walk in the energy of being vibrantly alive, how do you think others are going to respond to that? That's what this is talking about. How will they respond to that? But if we, if we are just simply thinking of that state, we want to be that state of vibrant health and vibrant energy. If we're just thinking of it in the morning, not coming from it, not walking in the energy of it, and we encounter friends and acquaintances and, and people on the street, and we step out of our, our morning time when we're thinking of that vibrantly alive feeling, and we walk along our path with our, our shoulders hunched over and our head hanging low, and we tell everyone we meet how sick and tired we are, how we have no energy. If we come from that state, that's what Neville's saying. It's not reluctant, reluctance on their part. Hey, I'm not going to respond to you, to your vibrantly alive state, because you're displaying something else. We have to come from that. And that's just a very, very simple example. But it's so many things. It's walking and being in the energy of, of power and being in the energy of your wish fulfilled, feeling that joy. You know, there's another work by Neville called Feeling is the Secret, and it truly is, because we can think of many things. We think of many things during the day. We have 50 to 60 and upwards to maybe even 70,000 thoughts a day. Now, not every single one of them is made manifest in our world, but what we really attach the feeling and emotion to, and we start thinking from the energy of that, that this is my life now, and it is good. It, mountains are moved. We attract into our experience all sorts of events, circumstances, situations, and people to support that. It's action. Action is the step we take. The reaction is what moves in as support from the universe. And let's back up even further in this chapter where it says the basic truth underlying each of these stories, because I wanna, don't want to get on track, off track from what the title is. The basic truth underlying each of these stories at the desire springs from the awareness of ultimate attainment and that persistence in maintaining the consciousness of the desire already being fulfilled results in its fulfillment. Let's look at the first story when we look at the three different friends, the different aspects of that. We have the friend that's the visitor, visited the one friend and didn't have anything. The desired state, wanting that satisfaction, wanting the wish fulfilled. And then we have the friend that's in bed and, and the one friend comes knock and say, hey, help me out here. I got a friend. He wants this wish fulfilled, this desired fulfilled. And, and the knocking 
keeps going on and the guy says no man I'm in bed I, I got the kids here they're sleeping I'm sleeping I'm not getting up to give you any bread I'm not doing it you know go away but the persistence continues and it's asking it's seeking it's knocking it's asking it's seeking it's knocking and it doesn't let up and the man the one friend gets up and gives him whatever he wants just so he will go away and then the second story the 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 woman wants to be avenged for her wrongdoing what was done wrong to her and the judge you know I don't want any part of this go away but she doesn't stop she just persists and persists and persists and we can see this you know we can see this in a great way is it's a, a three-year-old child they do not let up they know what they want is somewhere and it can be made manifest in their world right maybe mommy daddy's the answer and they're going to keep going and they're going to persist and they're not going to stop until their wish or the desire is fulfilled but look at what we do so many times the majority of people this comes from thinking uh, thinking uh, thinking grow rich napoleon hill thinking grow rich he's got a whole chapter on persistence and most of you know that I work very closely with Mr. Bob Proctor. He's my coach and mentor, and he'll have you write this whole chapter out. He'll have you read it every day for 30 days, and it's just so good, packed with so much. So if you don't have this as a companion for your study time, I would make sure that you get Think and Grow Rich. Look to the chapter on persistence. But he says right in there, the majority of people are ready to throw in the towel. They're ready to throw in their aims, their desires, their purposes overboard and give up at the first sign of opposition or misfortune. If the lady didn't persist, she wouldn't have got what she wanted from the judge, right? If the guy at the window knocking, hey, give me some bread so I can feed my friend, would have gave up. Guess what? It wouldn't have turned out good. It's the same thing with our desires. I see it over and over again all the time, all the time, posting and, and comments and phone calls and emails and letters. Well, I, you know, I tried it. I, I was at it for a, a whole two weeks and, and nothing happened. Well, nothing happened because you took the time out to, to get out of the state and, and, and write me that nothing's happened. Feeling is the answer. Feeling is the secret. Emotion is the secret. When you walk in the energy of it, your desire, your dream, it must be made manifest. We have to bust through a lot of different paradigms. We have to bust through a lot of different fears. But the persistence will increase the faith. And, you know, it's that attitude. And what are the components of attitude? It's, it's thoughts and feelings and actions and all three are those all in alignment that's something else you have to ask yourself are my thoughts in alignment with my feelings because we can think we can think from it but if we're not feeling it it doesn't do us any good what are my actions are the actions I take in align with in alignment with that let's go back to walking you know our desired state is being energetic and vibrantly alive are my actions maybe my thoughts and my feelings are good we're talking about attitude here are my actions slouched over and slumpy and shoulders leaning forward and head hanging down it's you know it's all that it's all that there's so much to take in but there is so 
much simplicity in it as well and the benefits are so rewarding when we persist in this when we persist in the state because think about it and I say this often and I know that think about it what's the option if you really 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 want something whatever it is you want to be do and have and it can be in the relationship it can be when it comes to your time and money freedom and your finances and your riches when it comes to money that way but remember when we talk about riches and whole life prosperity we're talking about it all health and wellness and time and money freedom of course and relationships and and all that and things that you want just for you and the what you want to leave behind and your legacy and the list goes on and on and on and on and on but what is the alternative if you're just throwing the towel and you don't persist what is where do your thoughts go let me ask you that where do your thoughts go do you then hold dominant thoughts about what you don't want well why would you do that we call that worry doubt and fear so if you don't don't persist in the thinking of what it is you want to experience what it is you want to make manifest in your world and you're ready to throw in the towel and not persist where are you going to go what will you be thinking what will be the dominant thought because whatever whatever you move in its place if you throw in the towel say oh this doesn't work just because you're learning how to maintain the state and maintain the energy and the feeling and the emotion where are you going to go ask yourself that so even if you're taking score early and maybe not seeing the results in as timely as manner as you would like to see them why would you give up because where there's really no place to go other than what you want so if you persist in that it has to be so so that's what I got I know it's crazy logic but you know what this this works this is law now you know there was a time years and years ago that this was just airy fairy kind of you know out there but this science has really proved this all of this we have things like uh, the reticular activating system we have quantum physics and quantum mechanics of it all really just going deep and saying yeah thought thought affects DNA separated the government did test 400 miles apart thought has an effect on its DNA 400 miles with no lag time talk about the highest frequency known to to humankind thought so hang in there with it stay here with it persist in it persist 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 by keep coming back and listening to this show we're going to skip the next chapter next chapter is is case case studies and it's a really 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 long one and what I've been doing is I've been reading each chapter so you can get you know get all of it and then commenting on it so we'll skip that one and we're gonna go to chapter 24 when we meet again and that one's on failure failure and uh, we're gonna it's gonna be a little bit different than what you probably think so I hope you're enjoying this please leave a comment leave messages hey write to me people have been writing in and say hey I want to get on your calendar I want to talk about something I heard on the podcast or I want one of those free sessions with you do that my email is Stephen s-t-e-p-h-e-n at successocean.com that's my company Stephen at successocean.com 
SuccessOcean.com. Stephen, S-T-E-P-H-E-N, at SuccessOcean.com. And just ask me for my calendar. I'll get you my calendar. We'll hop on a call together. We'll we'll talk about number one. We'll do three things, okay? We'll, we'll decide. We'll have you figure out what is that big, elusive desire. What is that big intention? What is that that you really, really, really want for your life? Perhaps you put it on the shelf and forgot about it, thinking it's not possible for you. So we're going to take that down, dust it off, and make sure that's what you want, really, really, really want. And it can be in any of these areas of your life. Number two, we're going to take a look at, hey, what is it? Where, where is this this bump? Where is this paradigm? What is this paradigm that's been keeping you on the hamster wheel? And, and not have you not not having you living the life you'd love to live yet. So we'll identify that. Number three, you'll get off the phone call with me and you'll have a definite plan to take a step, to make some movement for sure in the direction of your dream. You tell me what you want and I'll show you how to get there because it's all done by law. And the most powerful law in here is this powerful power of assumption, the law of assumption that we're studying right now through the power of awareness with Neville Goddard. So, all right, that went a little bit long today. That's it for today. Love doing this. Love that you're here with me going along on this journey. And I just want to tell you, hey, you've been listening to the Genesis Frequency. This is Dr. Cause, Dr. Cause and Effect, Dr. Stephen J. Kismina. And I wish for you an infinitely spectacular day. God bless you.